0: Hello, hello, hello! I'm Janesa Prudhomme, wife, mom, Jesus lover, and your podcast host. You're listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast. This podcast has converted with me from New Age to Christian, and the goal here is to help you grow in your faith through Bible studies, testimonies, and real life experiences. At the end of each episode, I sprinkle on a faith-based entrepreneur tip, helping you expand the kingdom through your business. So, ex-new agers, newborn Christians, mamas, entrepreneurs, and those who want to grow in their faith, you have come to the right podcast. Say a prayer, grab your drink of choice, and let's get growing. guys, I am so excited to be here another week, another podcast episode. Very, very grateful for all of you who download and listen to these podcast episodes. I pray that God is planting seeds in your life and growing them and that you are becoming stronger in your faith. Today we're going to be doing a little Bible study on the Proverbs 31. So if you haven't heard of it, haven't read it yet, this will be a good time for you to learn about it. We're going to read Proverbs 31, we're going to dissect it, and we're going to analyze how Proverbs 31 is about a woman, a wife, a mother, um, all one person who is almost, I guess you could say, the ideal woman. When you look in the Bible, this is the kind of wife you want to be. This is the kind of mother you want to be. And this is the kind of entrepreneur you want to be. And it's not that um, we should be just like her and that she's perfect and we need to be just like her. But it's something that we can strive to be like, someone we can strive to be like. Obviously, obviously. Jesus is the one we want to be like, but she's very much like Jesus um, in her wife ways, Um, in her ways of serving her community, serving her family, doing everything with a kind, caring, loving, giving heart. And she really is just uh, an amazing woman to read about. So let's dive in. First and foremost, though, if you have not downloaded the free Bearing Fruits Prayer Journal, I would highly suggest you do that. I created it for you guys. It is free. The link is in the show notes, and this prayer journal will help you get closer to Jesus. Um, This prayer journal focuses on our fruits, Are we helping others? Are we forgiving others? Are we being grateful? And it helps us have a stronger prayer life. I also have another freebie and that is the planting seeds, 10 ways to teach your children about God guide and family game. So there is a game included for you and your family, your kiddos. Um, You will definitely be able to learn more if you're a newborn Christian and you're starting to plant seeds in your children's minds. Then this resource will also help educate you about God, about Jesus. Um, I can tell you that everything in this guide I have done with my son. It has helped my son learn about God, but not only my son, it has helped me learn about God. There's 10 different ways um, we can teach our k- kids about God. There's there's many, many, many ways. These are just 10 ideas, um, but I highly suggest that you download this freebie. If you are a mom, a dad, grandparents raising kids, whoever you are, um, I highly suggest you download this freebie. It's called Planting Seeds. 10 Ways to Teach Your Children About God. And that link will also be in the show notes. All right, let's jump in. We're going to start with reading Proverbs 31, and then we're going to dissect Proverbs 31. All right, and we're actually not going to start. So if you look in your Bibles, you'll see it says, um, chapter 31 in Proverbs, the sayings of King Lemuel. We're going to skip over that part and we're just going to head right to the a wife or noble character. So we're going to start in verse 10 of this chapter in Proverbs. And I will tell you I am reading a NLT book. I thought it was NIV, but I'm realizing it is NLT. I have found this book to be very easy to read, very easy to digest. I like to read the NLT, and then I also like to compare it to the um, New King James Version. So I have two Bibles. I read them both. I like to compare the scriptures. But today, we're just going to read out the NLT because it is very easy to comprehend, very easy to dissect, and I just think it's going to be a good way to dissect this Bible study. All right. A Wife of Noble Character. Let's do a quick quick. Prayer before we start reading this. Dear Father in Heaven, Lord, please just open our eyes and while we read your word, give us the wisdom that you want us to have and help us understand what is written, your word, what is written in the Bible, and please just guide us every step of the way. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. All right. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant's ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor. She opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well-known at the city gates, where he sits from the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in this world, but you surpass them all. That's what her husband says to her. Charm is deceptive, and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Okay, so I have some notes that I've written about this Proverbs. I have read this proverb over and over and over again, and if you listen to my last podcast episode, I have discussed how I have changed what is important in my life, what um, what comes first in my life. I've been always trying to put God first since I've been saved, but I know there are times that I've put work first, or I've put my family first, or I have... Um, Put just put other things first that I was stressing about or anxious about. But I have transitioned from, I'm just in this transition right now. I'm pregnant right now. I'm at the end of my pregnancy. I'm going to be giving birth soon. And I just really think it's so important that God is number one. God is number one. That is the seeds that I want to plant inside my children's minds. That God is number one. And then number two is my family. God created my family, and I'm so grateful for my family. I love my my kiddos, my unborn child, and my son. I love my husband. He is amazing, and I'm so grateful God has given him to me. And then third, business. So as we read in here, um, the reason that this woman is the way she is is because she fears the Lord. And the things that she does in here is she puts God first, so she fears the Lord. That's how she is. That's, that's why she is the way she is. And then two, she serves her family. And she also serves people in the community who are suffering, who are poor, who need her, who need help. And she is an entrepreneur. So we're going to break that down a little. So it says she's a noble and virtuous woman. This means she has high morals. She's trusted by her husband. And she enriches her husband's life, bringing him good. So I think this is really important. It can be easy as a wife to nag our husbands, to be like, oh, like you didn't, you didn't, you know, soak this plate after you ate off it. Now I have to scrub it or, oh, you wore your shoes inside. Now there's dirt all over the floor or you know, you didn't put the toilet seat down or something like that. It is very easy to start nagging at our husbands, um, to get upset with our husbands. If our husbands don't remember something, we tell them something and they don't remember it very easy to get upset with our husbands, but that nagging, what does that do? Does that do anything? Does that make you feel better? Does that make your husband feel better? No, we are to be our husband's help me. That is what it says. When you get married, you're your husband's help me. And what that means is we help our husbands. We help our husbands throughout the day, throughout our whole lives. So if there's a mess, just pick it up. You know, uh, just wash that dish. Just put the toilet seat down. Is it going to hurt us? No. It's going to grow our love for each other. Um, I know that sounds silly and you might be like, no, it's annoying, but... It is. And, and it's okay to say, hey, babe, can you uh, maybe try to put the seat down more often? Or can you please don't wear your shoes inside? I mean, I yelled at my husband the other day. He, as he was walking through the door, I was like, you better take your shoes off. I just mopped. <laughs> but um he knew it came from a good, a good place in my heart. Cause I've been, it's been on my list for a long time to mop the floors. But you see what I'm saying is when we help our husbands and we do it in a loving manner, we serve our family. We serve our husband. We do it with a from our heart, and because we know that's what God wants us to do, that's going to grow our relationship with Jesus, and that's going to grow our relationship with our family, with our husbands. All right. She stays busy and works hard. She wakes up early and prepares food for her family, and I can tell you, I have done that many times. Um, Lately, I've been sleeping in a little more because I'm very pregnant and tired, but there have been many times where I've woken up and made my husband eggs and some other food, you know, fruit, smoothie, whatever he wants, and I have been able to sit with him and eat breakfast with him, and it is such a blessing. It is such a blessing to help your husband start his day off good. When he can sit down, he can eat breakfast with you, you guys can pray together, you guys can reflect on what you're grateful for, you guys can um, listen to worship music, it is such a blessing. Definitely try it. If you don't ever wake up early to prepare lunch or breakfast for your family, I don't know why I said lunch, but if you don't wake up early to prepare breakfast for your family, try it. Turn on some worship music, make some eggs and some fruit, and enjoy your morning. Um, she prepares the work for the day. She is an entrepreneur and hardworking. So we already said she was hardworking. Um, but it's said throughout the scripture that she is. And you can see this in multiple verses. Verse 13, it says, She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. Verse 16 says she goes to inspect a field and buys it with her earnings. She plants a vineyard. Verse 18 says she makes sure her dealings are profitable. Verse 24 says, she makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. So she blesses her family by being an entrepreneur and by finding ways to make money for her family. She helps the poor and the, and the needy. This means she has a caring and giving heart. So it says that, um, where does it say it? She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. And that is exactly what Jesus did. He didn't just save people that, you know, here on earth are rich and good looking and have a lot and they look good to the world. No, he specifically went and saved people who were poor, who were struggling, who, excuse me, who needed help and he saved them. He didn't come here to save the people who weren't sick. He came here to save the people who were sick. She takes care of her family by dressing them, feeding them, helping provide financial financial blessings. She's a strong woman with self-respect and is able to enjoy her time. She doesn't fear the future. She has fun and she laughs. So she is a woman who is content where she's at. She's working. She's serving her family. She loves God. And she's not worried about her future. She's not like, oh, no, like, what are we going to do in the wintertime? And are we going to have food? She trusts God. God's going to provide. And she's going to keep working every single day, one step at a time. Um, it sounds like her husband's doing well. She's trusting her husband. She's putting him at... Uh, is the man of the house. She's serving him. She's serving God. She's taking care of her kids. She's wise and kind. And as it is said multiple times in the Bible, wise inside the Bible, especially in Proverbs and Psalms, is God's word. Wisdom is God's word. So it's not like she's wise. She knows all the textbooks from college or... She's wise. Um, she knows all the information her grandma told her about cooking or something. Like, sure, yeah, that information's good and can be helpful for your family. Um, but she's wise because she knows God's word. She trusts God. She loves God. And I love this verse. I love, love, love this verse. Proverbs thirty one thirty: Charm is deceptive, and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. This woman's behaviors and acts all stem from her fear of the Lord. She may be beautiful, she may be charming, but her fear of the Lord is what gives her life to serve her family and others. Her heart comes from the Lord. And I think this is really important to say. Some people might hear, oh, she fears the Lord. And what does that mean to fear the Lord? And I, I sometimes don't even like saying it that way because it's not like we have a big, scary God. Um, he's very powerful, the, the most powerful ever. He created all of us, he created everything. Um, but I think about fear as love. I like to re- replace fear with love. So, she loves God so much that she doesn't want to disappoint God. She wants to please God with all her actions, with all her behaviors, with her heart. She loves God. So that's what I think about when I think, do I fear God? It's like, yeah, I fear God. Like I don't want to upset him. I don't want to hurt him because because I love him so much. Um, so if it's hard for you to dissect like what it means to fear God, just think of it as I love God. And when you love someone, You don't want to disappoint them. You want to do what makes them happy. You want to please them, especially when they are the ones who created you and created your family and who loves you unconditionally. And he sent his son to die for our sins so that we can go to heaven. Um, All the things we do, our mistakes, our imperfections are all covered by Jesus. And that's because God sent his son, Jesus. So that is just an amazing love. Um, And if you have a difficulty dissecting how God loves us, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And if you have children, think about how much you love your kids. Like you love your kids. When When I think about my son, I love him so, so much. And the thought of anything happening to him like breaks my heart. It hurts. It hurts to think of anything bad happening to my son. And that is how God sees us, but he loves us more. He loves us more than we love our kids. And that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And he loves our kids more than we love our kids. And that's a hard pill to swallow. So we have an amazing God and I hope, I hope, (laughs) I hope, um, this Bible study, Help you helped you um try to figure out what what you want your um life to look like as a wife and as a mother. What's important in your life? What's valuable? What do you want to put first? You know, when you put God first, everything falls into place because it's already his plan. You know, we're living in his plan. It's his plan, his will, his timing. And then he asks us to put our family next. So we take care of our family. We serve our family without complaint. Serve our family with a loving heart. And then, of course, work. Ever since Genesis, we've been working. Genesis 2.15, God put man into the Garden of Eden and told him to work and take care of the garden. We've been working since the beginning of time. That is part of what we do. And it's really important that work is a way to glorify God. And as I said in the last episode, my entrepreneur tip was that work is a way to worship God. All right, let's dive into an entrepreneur tip since we are now mentioning that. All right, today's entrepreneur tip is fast from things that distract you spend time with God and he will plant amazing ideas in your mind. And I can tell you the thing that distracts me the most is social media. I can get caught up in, in ongoing bleh, I can get caught up <laughs> in going on Instagram and scrolling and scrolling and I think we really need to think about how long we're spending on social media. How much time are we spending on social media and is it productive? So for me, um, I get caught up in scrolling, and I'm not doing anything productive. Excuse me. We can use our social medias as tools to help grow the kingdom, help grow our business. But it is not productive to sit there for hours just scrolling and not interacting with people and not posting anything valuable and not learning anything valuable, but just mindlessly scrolling because we're bored or because we're trying to distract ourselves from something. If we're bored, if we're thirsty, if we're trying to distract ourselves from something, open up your Bible. Put your phone down and open up your Bible. You're probably thirsty. You definitely are thirsty for God's word. And I'm telling you, it will give you life. It will give you life. So open up your Bible and read it. And of course, there are other distractions in the world. There's the news. There's articles. There's things that um maybe you're struggling with, there's temptation, but I can tell you if you fast from these things, repent from these things, if you've made them an idol and spend time with God, he is going to plant seeds in your mind. He is going to give you great and amazing, wonderful ideas for your business that will help grow his kingdom and It's just an amazing thing being able to connect with God and being able to have that time with him. Every time I've taken like a week off of social media, it has been such a blessing to be able to just sit peacefully, read his word and not be thinking, okay, I'm going to go on social media later. Oh, I need to post this or, you know, just take a break from the things that are distracting you from God. All right, that is my entrepreneur tip for today. And if you are a new entrepreneur or if you're interested in being an entrepreneur on the online space, then check out my faith-based entrepreneurship ebook that I have written. It is all about equipping you on the online space and you can find that link in the show notes. It is two years of information, um, two plus years of information. I've been working on the online space for a while. I have a podcast. I have a blog. I have social medias, and I share a lot of information, a lot of detail, It took many hours for me to write this book, so I would love for you to check it out. I know that it's going to help you if you are starting to become an entrepreneur. There's so much information out there, so this book will definitely help you. It will definitely save you time and money. All right, guys, let's end with a prayer. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, I am so grateful for this life that you have given me and given um, the listeners to this podcast. Please, Lord, plant seeds in their hearts and help the seeds grow so they become closer to you, Lord. Become closer to Jesus and help their faith grow. And please plant seeds in their minds about what you want them to do next. Do you want them to share the gospel? Do you want them to start a business? Do you want them to spend more time with you? Do you want them to fast from something? Do you want them to change the way they live their lives and prioritize Differently in their lives. Um, if it's a woman, a wife, a mom listening, do you do you want her to put you first? Do you want her to put her family second? Do you want her to start a business or continue working where she is? You know, please guide her and just give her your love and guidance and forgiveness and bless her and her family. And if it is um, not a woman listening, but a man has decided to listen to the Proverbs 31 Bible study today, that is wonderful. Um, please help him just love his wife or, or girlfriend or whomever um, the way Jesus loves loves us. And I just pray this podcast episode does well. And I pray that you continue to guide this podcast you are the CEO of this podcast you're the CEO of my business this business your business and I'm just I'm so grateful for this life so in Jesus Christ's name amen all right guys I hope you guys have the best day ever God bless you all